What's up, guys? Welcome to Track Record Sports, episode 16, brought to you in partnership with White Noise Studio. I'm your host, your host James. I'll hoist you up, host, bro. Your host is, I'm your host, James, alongside my co-host, Chance. If you're new, if you're not, every episode starts with a week in review. Chance, how's your week? God, what have I done this week? It's always the questions like, I know it's coming, Yeah, what I do? I'm trying to think. Oh, well, since you guys are last... Um, heard from us, went back home, got my mop cut, got a good haircut, um, went out to eat with my pops on Friday night, ate some shrimp, ate some steak, surfing turf, drank a couple brews, Saturday night, well, Saturday day, I came home, chilled out, kind of was a bum, and then went to B-Dub, B-Dub-Dub, -dub, with James and his Pops. Mm -hmm. I don't even know your your dad's real name. Dave. Let's call him Pops. Pops is good. Went to B Dubs. Um and then we went and played darts and drank brews. And I put a hole in the in the <laughs> scoreboard. Dude, I can't I still can't believe you actually missed. I three sixty. Did you not see me three sixty? I didn't see the 360. I saw the half, the last half of the spin. I a didn't 360. The, I didn't see the before. <laughs> I saw the last half. I thought a 360 was a good idea. Clearly it wasn't. Um, then Sunday, I stressed out about a digital audio project all day. <laughs> Got in the studio. Restarted it four times. Yikes. Then stressed out about it all day Monday. And got it done. Got everything turned in. But I don't feel great about it. And then by the time you guys are listening to this, I'll have went to KISS, and I will be going to Action Bronson that night, so the, night cool. the next night. Yeah. So that's how my week's going. James, what about yours? Well, kind of slowing during the week, but the weekend was pretty busy, honestly. Saturday, I broadcast two games. I did Class 4 basketball action for districts. I had, like, Warrensburg girls against Marshall girls, then, like, Fulton boys versus Boonville boys. Oh, so that's not class four. Fulton and Boonville are class four? Class four, District Nine. Really? Yep. It's weird. That's the same class as Harrisonville. Yeah, class four. Huh. I never would have guessed. Right. I thought they were smaller. Yeah, I thought they were smaller too, but class four, I guess, is maybe because they're just so close to Columbia and everything, but they're class four. Uh, broadcast those games, came home for the dart night. Um, I think we were darts and music and. Bruised till like three in the morning. Yeah, I didn't get home till three. Yeah, it was a good night though. Whatever though. It was a good night though, and then yeah. Saturday, and Sunday was just doing nothing. Lucky. Lucky. Yeah, I don't got no audio projects. Oh, I got audio. No, you projects, got an audio project. You're just slacking on it, bro. Get out of my face. It's a little commercial. We get out of my this. face. We got this, dude. Listen, I thought every commercial, every project was like, oh, it's just this, but like, it's harder than you think. Well, yeah, no, it definitely is. I've been thinking about what I need to do. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's going to be a You should probably write your script like Today. tonight. Yeah. And get in the studio like. Tomorrow. When does it do? Thursday. <laughs> yeah, bro. What are you doing? Because you have to edit it too. It has to be 30 seconds. Yeah, it's a lot longer than you think. Well, we'd be doing those reads anyways. In performance, I'm like, I got 30 seconds worth of stuff. And I know so I got sound effects in my head. I got music that's going on in my head. Like, I got an idea. I just got to, like, actually. Okay, bro. Whatever. Do it and execute it. But, you know, it's nothing. It's nothing but thing. And what, what are you doing when you get done here? Going straight to some movies. So you're not going to even. Yeah, no. And then after the movies, I'll be doing some more editing after that gets out. Because I got that fob working. So 
Oh, so you're going to come in and edit yep. the Oscar video? Mm-hmm. So there's no 2K from you tonight. Oh, I'll still get on it late. I'll go class till 10. Yeah, but still, I like a we'll good see. night's sleep. We'll see. I got like four hours last night. I'm fine. Big news from our from from us boys over here. We won't have to go to a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, eleven o'clock for, for two weeks. Two weeks, dude. And oh. I have on Tuesday, Thursday as well. Oh, oh, you got the double yeah. dip, bro. Yeah, that's nice. It's gonna be nice. That's real nice. He's out in like UK. They're doing like a debate tournament. The broadcast. Ireland, I thought. Ireland. It's Ireland. That's in the UK. Fact checked you straight up. It's in the UK though. Oh, it is. Ah. That's weird. But there, he's been gone for two weeks, so that's a nice break from class. Full free. Yup. Yeah. Well, let's dive yeah. in. We are going to start off with NFL yeah. action before ending with some <sighs> NBA wrap-up like <sighs> we do now. First <sighs> one on the list. Kraft officially charged with first-degree solicitation. I got I got one word for it. Ha! <laughs> yeah, that's too funny. Bro had it coming. <laughs> Ha! <laughs> <laughs> it's like the day after the AFC Championship game or like the <laughs> night of. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. He, uh, we could have told you he was a scumbag. Yeah. Look at him. Look, you, you look at him. You look at him and you go, huh. huh. Yeah, you probably, yeah. You're into that. I know you are. Yeah, you're into that. And they, the greatest thing right now for me is that they're saying he's not even the biggest name involved in this like, yeah. case. Okay, if he's not, then who, who are the other yeah, ones? Where are they? Quit hiding it from who? us and tell us. That's what I'm saying. Just say it. Just tell me who it is so I can make fun of them too. And so nothing's going to happen to cry. I know. The NFL has come out and said like they'll take appropriate action as warranted based on the facts, which basically means that they're going to do nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Goodell's probably in on it too. So He's probably the one that funded everybody yeah, in he's the like, ring. He's like, hey. You guys He's probably to, the kingpin, dude. You guys trying to go get a, a massage with a happy ending, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's like, they did, they did this. <laughs> dude, don't give me the, don't give me that face. Don't give me the, whoa. So that's what they did, dude. Whoa. They were like, yep. Yeah, Goodell, he's like, I got you. like, I got you, dude. I got you. So hey. nothing's going to happen. Even though it sucks, they're like, well, we're going to treat I heard, you like I a good I heard a player. guy that rhymes with bomb tradies on it, too. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one, though. Yeah, that was know. a good one. But I'm, I hope he goes to jail, fine, whatever. Dude, um, it'd be okay. It wouldn't be funny if he went to jail, but I'd be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> he'd go to jail for like six months, and he'd probably Tops, it, yeah. it'd just be like a retirement home. He'd thing. make he'd make bail. Yeah. Send me to jail. And Speaking make that of bail, bail, you hear that R. Kelly didn't make bail. He didn't. No. <laughs> What? How? It was like one hundred fifty thousand. He couldn't make it. How does he not? How can he not afford one hundred fifty k? I don't know. He said he could. They Yard said he couldn't make it. How? This is totally not even sports. But how are you, R. Kelly, and you can't? You can't afford one hundred fifty k bail. So, just the other day, this forty-seven-year-old lady from the suburbs paid his bail. Jeez. Why? I don't know. An R. Kelly fan that doesn't know what's going on? I don't know, but some what? some other person paid his bail. That's completely not tight. Yeah. That's absurd. Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee you Tom Brady's going to pay Robert Kraft's bail. <laughs> He's going to be like, yep, I was there too, so I got to pay this. I got go to show like, oh, yeah, no, I'm, I wasn't there, but you I got You know who Kraft. actually let it? Josh Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> 
Dude, that's messed up. On, does he get a ring? I don't know. I think he does because he played for he him. He was. He played like half, almost half the season. I bet he gets a ring. That's crazy. That's crazy. Do you not he think actually, he should? I mean, what did he do? He just because he's on the. I guess he's on the team. That's weird. I didn't even think. I did not even think about that for a second. If Josh Gordon gets a ring as well, I think he. I bet he does. Huh? Do they? I would to assume the, so. Did he take a break for his mental health or something? Yeah. Good for him, dude. So do they just like ship to his like an address and shows up his Super Bowl ring? I guess. Sick. I'll take it. <laughs> cool. I would take it. I'd go. Cool. Yep. Played half a season. And uh, still got that ring. Yep. Yup. Speaking of new rings, where's Le'Veon end up? What franchise is he starting? Who cares? He's not going anywhere. Dude, I his, Jess, his, maybe? his tweet, first of all, was <laughs> dumb. Quit making free agency like a reality show. Pick a team, go to them, and then play. That simple. The fans shouldn't be determining where you go. You should pick the place that's best for you, that's the best financially, that's the best in terms of your happiness, and then go there. Yeah. Do I care about all the antics in between? No. Not a, not a, I don't care at all. But do you care not with NFL, or do you care? Because NBA is like, it feels like a reality show. NBA, like in the summertime, well, you know? Well, because NBA happens like constantly. It's yeah. constant. Everybody's, I don't know. The NBA just feels, and weekly in NBA seems like a reality show too, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's weekly like, NFL doesn't. So weekly you don't NFL like is when NFL acts like a reality, like because it feels like it's trying to keep up with yeah, the NBA with this ragey stuff. Can't, you know, it can't for me. I feel like what I don't know how to say this. Like I'm just so sick of it. Like Le'Veon played this out all year. I think true, true. If no, I don't. I don't necessarily hate when we're making everything a big deal, but like, yeah, AB being a free agent is huge. Yeah, that's and, insane. And like, if AB like, was to say something about but, like where he's going, but he's kind of kind of open about it. But like, Le'Veon, like, you're a bum. You haven't been playing all season. You've been AB, playing this whole. Yeah, thing. AB played the whole year. Yeah. So I he didn't really play it out. He showed his. Yeah. He showed his um, distaste for how the organization organization was handling things mm-hmm. for how. He's being treated within the organization, and then he's like, "I'm I'm done." Right. Le'Veon was like, "I didn't get that raise I wanted, or whatever. I'm just gonna sit out, take up a roster spot." I know, and like it felt like he's that guy that's like sit on the couch, like he's like, "I'm just so what?" Like he's trying to trade. Well, he's Andy stuck, would tweet. He's like, trying every to stay relevant. Week. Yeah, he's trying to stay relevant in the public eye of the NFL. You know, it's like. You're not playing. No yeah. one cares, you know. So I he agree. has a concept of, well, where am I going, guys? I don't care where you're going. Hey, don't care, Le'Veon. Really don't. I really, truly don't care. I'm sure he'll end up at some big market team. He'll end up New in York somewhere. New York or L.A. or Chicago. Or, I don't think Chicago needs him, though. No. Uh, actually, they could use him. I think. Tariq Cohen's really good, but they, they could make a really good two-back system out of those yeah. two. But – What's his, I just have, uh, Jordan Howard too. He's not bad. Howard's not bad. I just don't care anymore. Yeah. Like it's I, it's I drug know. out for so long mm-hmm. that I don't care at all, and it doesn't have the same. It doesn't have the same like reality feeling like NBA does because NBA happens like literally during the season, like yeah, m- middle of games, you know, halftime games with Harrison Barnes getting traded at halftime. That like, was absurd. That was dumb. Yeah. That made me upset. Just because it's like that dude's out there playing and he gets traded. So do you finish the game? 
I was saying, like, do I just like I just walk off? I guess I'm like, well, I guess I'm not on the team anymore. You know, it's yeah, like, but what you I don't do? want to let these guys down. You've been balling with, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Gosh, they, sometimes I get, I get sometimes that. Sometimes too much of a cutthroat. Like, oh, 100%. Cutthroat. You're like, at least have some decency. Like, yeah, it's a business and people get traded, but like, trade me. If you have to trade me in the, right now, trade me after the game. You know? He's with the Mavs now? He was with the Mavs. I think he got traded to the Kings. The Kings. But he was, yeah, he was on the Mavs. When, I, I like that fit, though. I think the Kings are going to be good within the next year or two. They are one of the hottest. I would, I would teams. love to see them compete in the West. Yeah. Why? Why? We're we're still in football though. We'll get we'll get to that in a second. Yeah, that's big. Time. Um, um, but the Le'Veon thing, I just don't I just don't, I don't care, really care. Anymore, honestly. Uh, the combine starts today. Yeah, and it runs through like March fourth. Uh, Chiefs got a couple picks, but Patriots have like sixteen picks. Patriots have sixteen. It's insane. I'm sure it comes from trades or from. I've heard they had like, it was like six compensatory. They had yeah. a bunch of compensatory picks. Like, come on. Yeah, I don't know why. Um, I'm sure. Yeah, it's got to be from trades and who knows what else. That's what I'm saying. Like, is it just is it just them as an organization playing the system? You know, is it just like Could anyone be. can do it? No, but no one's doing it. Like, is it one of those things? Yeah, or is I it literally know. the rich get richer? I just don't understand how the Super Bowl defending champions have 16 picks. That's the I think like my they, bigger they issue. needed they needed the least. That's what I'm saying. That's my bigger but issue. Whether it's I the system or not, I yeah. think you have to limit. If you're the Super Bowl champs, it should be. Harder, you know, it shouldn't be a rollover and just eat. You know, part of being the champs is that okay. Well, now we're, people are trying to dethrone you. Not that we're yeah. trying to extend your, you know, legacy or whatever. Like, yeah, like no one cares. Like, make it harder. Yeah. Um. What are you looking forward to? And like, who who do you have eyes on the most in the combine? Uh, I haven't looked at names. I I know positions we need, but I don't. I, there's no. I'm thinking just like. In general, in general, like, who do you want to see? Not, 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 not the Chiefs. Not the Chiefs. Just you. Okay. Who do you want to see perform well in the combine? Like, who do you want to see? Like, I want to see Dwayne Haskins. That's what I was gonna say. I but even more so, I want to see what Kyler Murray does. Me too. Is he, he's, is he participating I, in the combine? I think he's participating in like the like the athletic stuff. But I can't remember if he said he's actually doing the drills or not. Like actually okay. throwing. But he is gonna be there. Like run the forty and the bench press and yeah, stuff, as but, I think he should be right. But I don't. I'm excited to see Dwayne Haskins throw. That's what I'm excited for. Yeah, I want to see him throw like a ninety yard bomb. I also want to see Bosa. I want to see if he's really legit. Cause I think people have him up in top. Well, top I mean, his hit. brother's also insane. I mean, his brother's insane, but, but he's like, also good. I just he's good. It. I just want to see it. He is. Also, he really the, is. my favorite thing in combine is seeing the lineman bench press. Oh, dude, they're ridiculous. The linemen, 225 and you know, 40 reps. Are you kidding me? My favorite out of, like, the athletics um, is the 40. Mm-hmm. Um, the bench press is pretty cool. I love watching them broad jump, though. Ooh. I don't know why. Like, the verticals and stuff, I'm like, okay, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But, like, the broad jump? The broad jump's insane. Because you're literally just standing. Yeah, and I watched when, what's-his-name, broke the record. Byron, Byron Jones? Yeah, I watched that. That's craziness. I was like, no way. It's it, like, it like a world record, right? Or, yeah, 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 yeah. It literally looked like he jumped. I don't, Dude, it was insane. It looked like a Spider-Man jump. Like, right. I didn't understand it. That's crazy. But those are my two favorite. And then I do like watching the drills a lot. Oh, you know, I like the drills because it gives a kind of a real-life look at, like, just the, a good skills assessment. Uh, but I'm really excited for Dwayne Haskins because I think he could be good. And if he gets picked up, I'd love to see him in the Giants. You I, know? I'd like to see him with the Giants, honestly. 
just to take over that um, franchise. I'm also I also am paying attention to that Iowa State running back. I can't think of his name. Mm-hmm. He's a beast, though. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were like wanting us to like pick him up in the draft. I don't, I don't really think, think we, we need, need. I don't think we need him. I don't think we need him. But back. if he performs well, yes. I just want I just want a safety in the corner. We just need defense. A, so a middle bad. linebacker. And I just I want a middle linebacker. I would still I would still take honestly like one backup offensive lineman. I don't, yeah, just because no, we always need him because yes, we always yes. have injury-prone linemen. Well, I wouldn't ever be against just constantly stacking on linemen. You know, like that's it never hurts. It never hurts to have an offensive lineman. Yeah, you know, just stock him up because if you don't use him, you don't use him. Whatever, but you could. It'd be nice to have him. Yeah, because because when you don't have him, that's like oh, I wish I did. Do you think we take a backup quarterback? I don't think we do. I really don't think we do. I think we stick with the vets. Um, I think had he sticking around, or we'll have a kind of a carousel of just veteran kind of quarterbacks that have been in the league for a while. But I don't think we're drafting backup quarterback. I think our I think our draft is solely defensive focused. Oh, another person I'm just paying attention solely. to is a uh, Lock. Yeah, Drew Lock. I think the quarterback class is interesting this year. It's interesting because I don't really know a ton of them. How to grade them? Yeah. You know, it's like I, some I, of them look good, but I don't know. I do think Drew Lock's going to be really good in the NFL, though. Yeah. I just don't want him to go to the, to Denver. Yeah, I don't either. There's, but then again, they just signed Flacco. I don't think they will because I think you – know, There's no way Flacco is staying in the league for much longer, though. I don't – no, that's true. That's true. That's true. He's in his Twilight's career anyway, yeah. so do they so just maybe – that's, maybe that's what they're doing. The Mahomes is they, thing. They saw, yeah. us, they saw us sit yeah. in the homes behind Alex Smith for a year. Yeah, they take Flacco. They know that he's just going to be there one or two years, and then – Did they kick uh, – what's his nuts to the curb? I don't think they cut Keenum. They didn't cut Keenum. I don't think so. Really? If why even why if they, would even if they, they did, he still has like two years like of guaranteed money. You know, like they signed him to a deal, so yeah. he still has money coming to him. How dumb do they feel? I don't know. Hey, John Elway, you're dumb. You were really really good though. I can't even hate on that. He was really good at football, but you're dumb. You're not a good GM, and you look like your mascot. A horse. <laughs> and I, God, I don't like the Broncos, dude. Yeah. Sticking to the AFC West, do you think that Raiders take Murray? I don't know. I see they need a mobile quarterback because mm-hmm. their offensive line isn't mm-hmm. great. Um, I don't think Derek Carr will ever be. Yeah, and that's why, because I don't think Carr's ever going to be the guy. But I was like, no, do you think God, they draft no. Quarterback? Because they have. I don't know. There's a, there's enough quarterbacks to draft. Do I, do I think they should? Probably. Do I, I mean, want to see that? No. I. I, mean, I, mean, I, I, mean, I don't know if I'm that scared of Kyler Murray though. I guess I need to see him, but I just think he can be explosive. Yeah, he has. You know? Oh my gosh, you he's know? insanely athletic. He has good arm strength. He has good speed. I just I just don't know. Yeah. He's like a wild card. Like he's either going to be really really good. Or he's gonna be very mediocre. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot like when Manziel came out. Oh sure. People are like he's super mobile. He has a good yeah, arm. Yep. Yeah. But he, Kyler Murray clearly handles his personal life way better than Manziel ever did. Right. But uh, but same athletically wise, they're both small, undersized. Yeah. Manziel was like, oh my gosh, he's gonna be amazing, and he just completely tanked. Right. So I I could see it going either way. I want the kid to be good. Sure. I don't want him to tank. Not, that right, sucks right, for right. anybody, but I don't know. I just don't know what he's going to do. So if the Raiders took him, I'll be like, okay. Yeah. I don't. 
Well, and the Raiders as an organization, I don't really know what to think of them either. They've been such a burning trash pile this last season. Kind of, as soon as Gruden took over, they've kind of been just struggling. I think that um, I think Gruden could think of some really good plays, or a good playbook with Kyler Murray, a guy that's athletic, a guy that can move in the in and out of the pocket. Um, I don't know. I just feel like they could be dangerous. I don't. I don't know. I just don't. Th- it's not like they have it with John Gruden. I don't know. He. I don't know. He completely. Ch- the only thing where it's miscued is this year. He kind of threw out all the people he didn't want, and he's rebuilding it. And that's what the thing it is. It's like it's, a rebuild year. It's definitely, but he, they got him for ten years, so he's sitting and just like, okay, first couple years I'm rebuilding, and then by year seven yeah. I'm gonna be amazing. By the time we move to Vegas, we'll be fine. Right, right. But I think that's the thing is like people. Because like grading him in the present, like right now, yeah, nobody wants to yeah. wait through that. It sucks, right? But I if did, you look at the future plan, it's is there with Gruden. I did see the Raiders will be playing in Oakland still this year. Okay, um, they will be playing there until the Vegas Stadium is done. Okay, so once the Vegas Stadium is they're made, done. they're going to Vegas, which I still it still sucks to see it. It sucks. I wish they would stay in it, Oakland because Oakland does deserve a football team. It they su- do. It sucks because they're. Leaving their fan base, and they you have know? yeah, and they have and they a have lot of history in Oakland, a lot of history, and some of the craziest fans, yeah, in all of NFL. But it's on the city, you know. It's like we are here, yeah. we want to be here, yeah. But you're forcing our hand to move somewhere else, yeah. You know? So it's a it's an unfortunate situation, but I mean, I'm not upset with this. On the other hand, that Vegas AM is gonna be really cool, yeah. And I'm gonna want to go watch a game there, yeah. And I probably will. It's gonna be a Chiefs game too. That's what I I'm can't saying. I can't just sit and watch the Raiders play football. That's what I'm saying. And I guess it gives you a good tourist, like, huge. Oh, they're in from bump. Houston. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll watch them play the Texans. Right. I mean, a huge. I just don't bump. know. I need to look up how far it is from Vegas to uh, to Oakland. To Oakland, I'm not sure. I think it's like eight, six or eight hours to just to California, but I'm not sure where. It'd, like, it'd probably be a little around that area. Because then if, if it's not too bad, I'm sure you'll have fans that travel. Oh, for sure, for sure. Honestly. Because it's not like they're moving across the country. I mean, you're moving it straight over, so it's not crazy. It's not like you're the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> but did they really Did they really have a base here no, in St. Louis? They didn't. they don't have a base anywhere. I mean, yeah. They don't have a base anywhere. I was about to say moving to Arizona, but then I was like, wait, Arizona has a team. They have a team. Yeah. They have the GOAT receiver. He really is, though. You're I mean, not wrong. Jerry Rice was pretty incredible. One of the goats. This is a good transition to the idea. I saw it on, I don't know if it was TNT with the uh, Shaq, Ernie, and those guys. Probably, probably. Um, but the goat conversation comes up in every single sport. It's yep. just one that yep. you have between, I mean, peers, between people of different ages, between anybody who loves sports, you're going to argue about who's the GOAT. Yeah, who's the best of all time. And one of them on TNT, I want to say it was Charles Barkley, was saying the GOAT argument is stupid because it's a generational thing. Each generation, each era has their GOAT. The 80s have their GOAT, the 90s, the 2000s, 2010s, everybody has their GOAT. So if you go do it, the 80s you have, I mean, Magic and Larry Bird. Those are the two yeah. goats of yeah. that era. Yeah. And then you could argue the 90s is clearly MJ. Mm-hmm. 2000s is Kobe. Yeah. And then now is LeBron. Mm-hmm. And it's going to change when the next person comes. When's, yeah. Heck, if Zion comes through and starts and just. And he's the next. And the thing with that, 
that I think is that's one of those things like you're not going to change people's beliefs. No, not you at know, all. Like, like those guys grow up watching Larry Bird Magic. They and, yeah, they attach and like, well, that's my goat. You know, like yeah. it doesn't matter stats, doesn't matter anything else, any other argument, as, no matter how logical it sounds. Like, because we could sit here and throw down stats about how LeBron is more clutch. You know, LeBron has this and that, but like. They grew up watching MJ. They you know? they actually got to see MJ play. Where we MJ. we only get to see highlights. Right. And we, we don't we him. don't know how polarizing he really. Right. Like, we know because he's Jordan and he has the shoes and he has the clothes. He has right. the money. He right. has all this. But we don't like know. Like we we don't experience Jordan like they experienced. Yeah, Jordan, they got to experience know? it in a time where that was he was he was doing things that nobody had ever seen. Right. Nobody's yeah, jumping from the free throw line and dunking the ball. Right. Because because to them they're like they see that and that's they're like oh that's it. Yeah. But that's like that's everyone can do that. You know. Yeah. 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 So I think it's definitely and just it's not where, even the free throw dunk. It's, no. But I know what you mean. I know what you mean. He's it's like I go I always go back to my dad because my dad we argue about this all the time. No, he goes the reason Michael Jordan is the goat is because nobody since then has captured me to make me want to watch the game of basketball. And I was yeah. like. But that's to you. Right, right. For me, growing up, it was Kobe, it was Shaq, it was Dwayne Wade, mm-hmm. it was Carmelo. Mm-hmm. It's LeBron now. I used, mm-hmm. to, I, used to, I used to love LeBron, then he went to Miami. I didn't like him, no. Yeah. I'm, I'm cool with him again just because I'm just like appreciating exactly. how good he I is. Exactly same, with, same, same with like Steph and Clay and KD. Like, yeah, no matter how much you hate God, the God, I despise them, but my God, they're so amazing. Yeah, you got to just sit there and be like. You can't he, be mad at it. No, you, be like, you have to sit there and see that KD is one of the best scorers we've ever seen ever. We're and literally we, seeing a transformation in some of the best players to ever live. Yeah. Like we're living in a time where every team has somebody on it that is just incredible at basketball. Now the record might not show that, but each team has at least one person mm-hmm. on the team that is solid. But nowadays yeah. you need two to three guys. Right. It's not just a one man exactly. game anymore. Exactly. The game itself has changed and, and we're again, I don't think it's ever been a one man game though. No, I think Jordan, it's, it's Jordan been had at least two. Jordan had Pippen, Pippen and then Rodman. Magic had James Worthy and um Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Kareem. You, the, everybody has at least another person. It's never exactly. been a one man show. Exactly. It, it just hasn't. But the the thing too with like where we're at right now is like they experienced that change in game with Jordan. You know, people with Kobe mm-hmm. and us and LeBron and Steph. And like, not only the greatest players have played, but we're living in a time where we're going to look back and like, oh, that was the point and I was there when the game of basketball changed. Like, you can sit here and watch Steph and, like, he's literally transforming the game. No, he really is because I mean, now, it, now it, the three-point ball is, it is the most essential part of a team's it game. It is. And you see it not only in NBA teams, you see it in – Rec league, you know, it's it's down to the everybody base wants level. to shoot threes. Everyone's shooting threes. Everyone back in the day, has to be able to shoot now. Back in the day, whenever Jordan played, every okay, we'll go even we'll we'll just go back through it again. Back in the day in the eighties, everybody wanted to pass the ball like Magic Johnson was passing the ball. Mm-hmm. You just did. You wanted mm-hmm. to do those crazy no look. Yep. Throw it behind your back. Yep. Passes. Jordan comes along. Everybody wants to dunk. Yeah. Everybody wants to dunk. Take it to the lane. Dunk, Every, get yeah, there, everyone know? wants to hit the crazy layups. You had Kobe. Everybody wants to hit a Kobe fadeaway. Yep. I mean, you'd literally fade away and yell Kobe when you shoot anything into anything. Ever. Ever. From from that from here on out, you know, it's like yeah, that, he transformed his it, fadeaway. Man. Everybody wants to do that. Mm-hmm. The fadeaway became a massive part of the game of basketball, yep. which it always has been. But, but Kobe like made I, it. Yeah, a he thing. immortalizes. He takes it and like makes it essential. You know. Yeah. You look at LeBron. He makes looking – I mean, his is his is a little different just because it's like pure athleticism. We've never seen an individual this athletic play the game of basketball. Yeah. So it kind of shapes the way 
you have to approach it, you, it and you have to approach him. The game had to change to try to contain LeBron James. Yeah, the game changed because of him. Yeah, and the then game you adapt Steph, around him. Yeah, you go to Steph, and you have a guy who can hit a hit a shot from about anywhere on a court. If he walks, not even not even over half court. If he walks to half court, he's in range. Yeah, scary. Like no one else has ever been able to do that to where. If I'm on the court right now, I can shoot it and I can make it. I mean, it. then you even go to, like, Dirk. He made the big guys have to shoot. Yeah, the fake And you go to KD. Kicks, yeah. Big guys have handles and can shoot. And yeah, completely change the game. Right. Then you go to Kristaps Sporzingis, who's even bigger, and can shoot and has handles and has good feet. Now yeah. you got Luka. Like, you just – it's a snowball effect of people who change the game constantly. So you ask me, my goat is whoever, mm-hmm. which I grew up – Kobe and Shaq is really my go. I love Shaq. I loved watching him when I was younger. And then you go, oh, now we have this person. And it's going to be a regional thing. People True. people in the Bay are going to say Forever. Steph Curry is right. the GOAT. Right. People down south in Houston are going to be like T-Mac, James Harden. James Harden or e- e- Dirk. You know, it's yeah, like it's, anywhere, it's, if, you're it's, in, if you're on the co- Miami, If you're in Miami, it's D-Wade. D-Wade. You know? D-Wade is the GOAT. He brought this city – more than anybody else did and he right. showed love to us right so i think i just the more i th- talk about the goat argument the more i think about it the more i th- i feel like it's just a pointless argument to me i guess and i agree why it's pointless is because you're not going to go anywhere no it's you're not. never going to solve it it's not it's an unsolvable equation and it's always no, changing it's always changing no matter who you ask no matter where you go there's never going to be a consensus on okay well we all recognize this is the go, but no, it's yeah. everyone has a different take, you yeah. know, and it and, depends on so many different things. And everybody's gonna argue, oh, here's, here's the stats for this. Oh, but LeBron's not six for six on championships, right? Or right. Oh, but he was lacking in rebounds or in assists or in whatever. It's like it was. for everything, yeah. He wasn't six for six. Well, he didn't get swept in the first round, like yeah. what he had. It's like for every one thing, there's another thing that can counter it or be the you know. So mm-hmm. it, it totally depends on just. Who you grew up with, you know? And I think that's the great thing about sports in Mm -hmm. general, not just basketball, but sports is so personal to you. And you can make an emotional connection to guys you don't know, to guys, you know, teams like you don't know. Like you can be from here in Missouri and have a connection to L.A., you know, with Shaq and Kobe. Like it's just the greatness of sports. Yeah, I I agree 100%. It Sports is in a way like people connect to music. People connect to sports on an insane level because it's like it's almost like primal to have to do something physical. Well, yeah. it, it is. Yeah, you yeah, have yeah. to do things physically, and so you grow up playing a sport, or even if you don't, even if you can't, you find something about these athletes and these teams that you just absolutely love. Mm-hmm. So then it, like I know, growing up, I used to uh, everybody, everybody. So like our age, when Michael Vick was playing. Everybody wanted to make the plays like Michael Vick. Yeah, everybody did. Everybody studied him. Not a great person. He's changed though. But the game. But the, the game. His game. Right. You're like, I want to run to the sidelines and throw the ball like that. Right. So you would sit there and watch hours of highlights. Well, just think about Patrick Mahomes now. Yeah, Kids exactly. Are like, well, I want to run and throw off one foot. I want to be able to do a no look pass. You know. Another one that comes to mind is Jeter. Yes. You used I, to watch Jeter all yes. the time. Let me make that deep throw in the hole, turn around, one foot jump, you know, like. Exactly. You find these guys, you watch hours and hours and hours of highlights because you want to do that at home, whether it's with a Nerf goal or with a, mm-hmm. a Nerf, with your friends in the yard. You'd set up, I, heck, I'd set up with my neighborhood kids and let's run routes to each other and throw them and do cool things. Like, yeah. 
you just build this emotional like it's an emotional connection. It's an emotional connection, but you like feel like you know them. Yeah, and it's you really these, do. It's one of these weird psychological things. It's like you're almost living vicariously through the mm-hmm. team. You like you feel like you're not on the team, but you feel I'm Connected. on that team. I'm a part of this team. That's you why, know? like, when we talk about the Chiefs, we say, like, we need to draft this person. Yeah. Are we part of the team? No. no. Are we in the front office? No. no. You know, like, but you get passionate about these things because, I mean, heck, we've been watching the Chiefs for years. Yeah. We've seen them when we sucked. Mm-hmm. We've, like, I remember there's pictures of me when I was a baby, like, sitting on my dad's lap and we were just watching Chiefs games. And it's like, that's, it's not only an emotional thing, but it's like a, it's, like you said, it's just like a psychological thing. Yeah, like you just we get just connect to it. Yeah, we attach whether it's a player, a team, whatever, and you're always gonna think like, it's that's your, the greatest, it's, and it's it's yours. You know, yeah. and that's the personalized thing is where it's like, well, I feel because it's my team. You mm-hmm. know, it's this weird human like, thing we got. Yeah, it's like know? a weird like feeling of possession. Yeah, and belonging in a way because a sports community too is like. A, like a, a family, bro- like it's a family, family. Yeah. exactly, and that's why I mean, as cheesy as it sounds, you know, with all the I mean, football, like we're brothers, like basketball brother, but you are, yeah, you, know, like, you really it's a, are. It's a family of these people that play together. You're constantly with each other. Like, it really is a family. No, i with um, with sports. Sports teaches you things that you would never learn anywhere else. Yeah, um, for sure. It teaches you how to push through adversity. It teaches you how to communicate because you. Even if you have a problem with some of the team, you literally you can't get around not talking to them. Yeah. Um, which whenever I had Colson on, this is what we talked about a little bit. Um, but it just it uh, it provides so many essential things that you need, I guess. And yes, you can get these things other places if you don't play sports. You can get them through but- work or whatever it may be. But this bond, like I know in high school when I played football. Most of us like the same team. Mm-hmm. So Sundays, we'd like get together and watch games. Right. And like everybody was feeling connected. Everybody was having fun. Everybody, you'd sit there and do debates like this. Mm-hmm. Who's the GOAT? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's Peyton Manning or such and such or such and such. Mm-hmm. And you're like, no, 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 it's this guy. And then da 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 da. And it just snowballs. And so it's it just provides a sense of community, like a really tight knit sense of community. Because if you look at like Kansas City sports, Everybody loves Kansas City sports in Kansas City. Yeah, no, fi- Kansas City And they will like die crazy. for their teams. Win or lose, win, lose or draw. I mean, you see it with the Royals right now being really bad, but people still show up. People yeah. still support. Yep. Chiefs in the good times, the bad times, people show up. I mean, heck, you know? Arrowhead Stadium was pretty packed even when we were bad. Yeah, no, even they still, yeah, they still show up to support because they're like, even if we're bad, that's still my Kansas City team. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot just, of pride in it. A lot of pride. A lot of pride. And that circles right back to the goat thing. It's all pride. It is. Yeah, because they don't want to give up that, well, yeah, if I look at it your way, you know, if I look at it your but way, then, that then means I can I lose see. my goat. Exactly. And I don't want to do and that. And I'm not going to lose my goat. Exactly. And so it's just it's just a never-ending cycle of there's this guy that's polarizing the league. He kind of goes away. Another guy no, comes, comes up. up. Absolutely. And then that person, the people who grew up with the first guy love him. And stay there. Like the people gonna... who grew up with this next guy love them and stay with them. Mm-hmm. It's just a never-ending cycle. It, it'll yeah. never the the argument will never end, and it's it's a fun argument to have. It, is. it really is to well, just sit also, around and because it's absurd. It's it absurd because all these guys, all of them are the goat. If we're sitting here, Michael Jordan, Kobe, LeBron, Magic, Burr, like look at like 
Yeah. All these guys are the greats. So to say, yeah. like, how can you pick one? They're all great because it's yeah, I mean, well, this technically, is my time. you my could time. really break it down. Magic might be the GOAT Laker. Uh-huh. Kobe might be the GOAT Laker. Jordan might be the GOAT from Chicago. Well, he is the GOAT from Chicago. Yeah. Larry Bird's the GOAT of Boston. Like, you can break it down even farther and farther and farther and farther. Forever. You can just nitpick forever. Forever, right. But even the broad argument doesn't solve anything. Mm-hmm. It's just an argument based yep. on opinion. I mean, yeah, you can base it off stats, but will anybody really listen to stats? That's what I'm saying. No. That's why That's why when we were talking to NFL, you know, Drew Brees is like, well, Drew Brees technically has more stuff than anyone else. He just doesn't have championships. Yeah. You know, but, but his but other everybody stats. Hangs but everybody rings. hangs on the rings. It's everybody just, hangs on rings. Not enough. No, not really anybody hangs on the stats. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all about the rings. And the rings, I think, is more of a team thing than the stats is. Yeah. But. Not everybody's. Not everybody agrees with that. Yeah, and that's that's fine. And this stemmed from our. We watched that video prior to this of Stephen A. Smith yelling about LeBron. Yeah, because he's saying I'm tired of people saying he's like from here on out we're not calling him the greatest of our generation, the greatest of all time, whatever. Because like, because he's not healthy. He'd be like, when he's not healthy, he's not playing. Yeah. He's not playing defense. He's like people are salivating to get their chance to go out one on one against LeBron because he's not the LeBron of old. Yeah, he's not playing defense. I can't even he's defend not. him for no, that. No, he's not. And the thing is, he's never been a defensive player of the year. Like, he's not the guy that you're going to say, oh, he's playing yeah, knock, he's lockout. a scorer. He's, he's there to scorer. get buckets. He's there to bring your team to the finals. I might not be the one personally playing the best defense, but I'll make sure our team wins, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, So that's never been his MO, but recently he has been playing some bad defense. Oh, gosh, Absolutely. really bad defense. Some bad stuff. Even though it's situationally, like the one against Ben Simmons where he was like, in the paint, you know, because Ben Simmons isn't going to shoot. doesn't shoot. But then that other one, that clip that you've been going around, that's just bad. Yeah, go that's guard bad. him. Go guard Get him. Get out to the wing. I agree. But I agree. Stephen A. saying he's battling injuries, so he's not even healthy. At know. least he's playing. He's still playing. He has to, though. Oh, yeah. He has to. Speaking on that one, who makes it to the playoffs in the West? We got Spurs at 7, Clippers 8, Kings 9, Lakers 10. Who's making a late It's top late 8, right? Push? Yeah, top eight. Um, honestly, San Antonio's playing really good basketball. Um, DeRozan has been clicking lately. Um, out of those guys, even though I am a Lakers fan, I would love to see the Kings make it. I would love that. They're exciting. They're a that really fun core, team to watch. I think they're one of the most exciting because they're so young, but they have so much talent. Like, how far can they go? You know, how yeah, high exactly. is that ceiling I want to see it. Marvin Bagley and Willie Cauley-Stein and De'Aaron Fox. Like, they have a buddy heel, like they have a nice young core. Yeah, it's just like with the addition of Harrison Barnes now. Like, yeah, I would really like to see him go far. I really like watching them play basketball. Um, De'Aaron Fox is just crazy. One, of the, I, he's one of my favorite point guards playing right now. He's just so cool. I love watching him in Kentucky. Top five. <laughs> he's really good though. No, he's insanely. He's good. really good. It's just they're exciting because I would I would love to see them. I see it being the Spurs probably though. Even though I would really love the Kings to make it, how many games behind do you know? I haven't. Uh, I could look it up. I don't know how many games back they are okay. of making it. Um, I'm pretty sure like the Spurs and Clippers are really close. Okay. I would. I think that the Spurs are going to make it, and I think the Clippers will pull it off just because they've had some games. The where Clippers could easily pull it off, and the could. team could fall off out of the top out of the top eight. That's what I'm saying. So I, I don't think Lakers are actually making the playoffs this year. I don't think they are either. I just don't think they have it. No. They haven't nobody, been playing like it. They lost to the Pelicans. Nobody bad. wants to play like, with LeBron right now. After everything, he's been 
He's been having a tough time with the media. He doesn't say the right, right things. Relentless. They have been relentless on him. Um, I saw something, I think it was on First Things First with Carter and mm-hmm. Nick Wright. Yeah. About how people, and undue media attention. We're like, that stuff with the Pelicans trade and everything. Like, yeah. People act like LeBron is the one that leaked that stuff and LeBron's the one making decisions. Like, it's still front office yeah. stuff. Like, just because he's the star player, you can't put that. Which, but but LeBron has been known. That's true. But you, he's LeBron has an owner mentality. He does. Does that but, drive but people away? At maybe. Times? But is yeah. he? But is he responsible for that Pelican situation? No. He could be. I don't know. I don't know. What I happened. just. I just think he gets undue hits from the media. You know, like when he's. Just trying to play. I I do agree with you that he doesn't say the right things all the time. He doesn't at all. But he's, he's very it's not all on him, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I agree. He definitely is one of those people that, oh, it's about me and da 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 da. But hey, Michael Jordan was that way too. I think all I don't the know greats, why we always act like, like, like Jordan was never never talked bad or never. Yeah, like he was never competitive. Like he was. Dude, these guys are competitive. Yeah. When you're the best in the world at what you're playing, you're competitive and you're you're going to come off like kind of an ass. Yeah. You just are. But it's because I'm the greatest. I'm playing like the greatest. I'm going to be the, you know. Yeah. You have that attitude about you. Exactly. Like you do have that ego. So everybody, that everybody wants to judge LeBron for saying it. Jordan said stuff like Kobe that. Kobe said stuff like that. Kobe like, said stuff like I mean, that. It happens. Yeah, it happens. When you're that good. What what are you gonna do? What Kick gonna him do? off the team? Exactly, especially in a time like where he's feeling the pressure. Like we're the ten seed, we need to make a push to get yeah. to the playoffs. Like a little stretch. You know, like I feel that pressure coming in. Like yeah. I'm trying to do what I can do, you know, because I'm trying to bring this team to the playoffs. So I don't know. Yeah, it's just tough. Media is media is is tough for anybody though. They find one thing and then it blows up and makes it a a headline on all major everything. networks. But everything. it's like. Do we really care, though? Right. Like, honestly. That's true. They just need stories is what it comes down to. That's true. A couple other stories in the West. I think one of my biggest teams in the West is OKC. They're ranked three right now. They're they're scary. They're hot, hot. If, if Russ and PG can play like they've been playing this like since All-Star break, if they can play like that going forward, come on. That's, Same, that's scary. They're playing ridiculous. They just mesh together well as a team. Getting Melo out of there was really good for them. And it was. It's good to see because when Paul George first went there, I was kind of like, Ugh, I don't know about that. I don't know how he's going to work. But now they share the ball. Mm-hmm. Well, Paul George and Russ do. I think Russ is a pretty good facilitator, though. I mean, he he doesn't. I don't think he gets enough credit for what he actually does. No, I agree. Because he ends ends well, these games seventeen pat- assists. He's padding his stats. Da, 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 but it's like he's providing for the team. I don't know why it's a bad deal. Yeah, if the team wins and he ends up with. 40 and, you know, 15 assists. I would, okay. I would love to see them in the Western Conference, Western Conference Finals. I, I would, would love too. it. I would, too. That's, Oklahoma needs that. And honestly, Cause I, they might have a nice matchup against Golden State. Think about it. Like yeah. If you think position by position, Paul George defending KD. Oh, it would be so fun. Russ guarding you have, Steph. You have Steven Adams down low who's... But on Cousins, like... And, where I think OKC doesn't get enough credit is their bench is really good. Yes. Schroeder's super good. Yes, they supply. Um, Ferguson's good. Um, Shit. Uh, Diallo. Diallo's good. They all um, 
Nerlens Noel had like a second coming to life. Yes, there. he did. He got out, yeah. He got out of 76ers. Out of the, I think he was at the Pelicans a little he bit. He was like, at the Pelicans for a while. F- kind of found a new life down in OKC. And I just think that's a group of guys that just likes to play together, well, and you can tell they all sure. have that same like. They almost have like a hard-headed mentality. They're a blue-collar team. Yeah, one hundred. That was a real, that was a really and, really good yeah. way to say that. And what I, and that's why I like about it. It would be cool to see the Western Conference because it's going to be total difference to like, you know, Golden State, yeah. the five All Stars, the West Coast against this. Where it's going to be hard work. OKC, you know, we're going to. And go to work. I want to see Russ and KD go at it again, dude. They're always fun. Yeah, because they're intense. They get into each other's heads because they yeah. know each other so well. Yeah. Even I'd even love to see OKC Houston or Houston Golden State. I don't think the West you can really go wrong with any of the the playoff possibilities. Yeah, well, the, it's so stacked. You're going to get good games no matter it is. what. The one I'm really worried about is Portland's ranked number four right now, um, over top of the Houston Rockets. So the four that'd be a four for who's five the matchup. two team? Um, shoot, I just had it. It's Golden State. It's blank. Denver. <laughs> it might be Denver. Denver. I think they're in the West. Yeah, Denver. Denver. That'd be a weird one. I don't know if I'd love to watch Den- Denver play in the playoffs. Denver in the West. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, it's Golden State, Denver, OKC, then Portland. Then but Houston. then again, I do like watching Jokic play. I love. He's watching insane. Jokic. Yeah, I love watching Jokic. But I'd rather watch. I'd rather Steph and Harden right. and Russ and right. Paul George. But I'm worried as a Portland fan because four versus five, toughest matchup. And against Houston, even though they've been kind of sketchy, if they get hot, I mean, that's tough. Yeah, that's, that's true. tough. Just because Harden. But I don't know. How do you think the Harden scoring and his game play will affect their playoff teams? Is that playoff winning basketball? Because Kobe and uh, T-Mac came out with like, he's not going to win playoff games like that. Yeah, that's the one thing. I don't. I don't know. I just I I'm, I'm not sure they played really really well without him against Golden State, which was weird. Ended up which pulling off weird. a win. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I think Harden definitely needs to change the way he plays a little bit. Yeah, it's nice to have all the stats, but like, you want to win championships. Houston's another town that wants championships. It's like, do you want to win championships or or do you want to improve your scoring numbers and your yeah yeah, yeah. Like, do you want your numbers to go up or do you want championships? Yeah, you know. It just I don't know. I. Th- I still, uh, I still think it would be it would be close games no matter what though. Yeah, the West I don't know, is going to be competitive no matter what. I don't yeah. know if, I don't know if he necessarily can finish a game or finish a series, and w- like win the series the way with the way Harden plays. But especially against those teams, mm-hmm. if it's if it's OKC or Golden State, just throwing them out there. Golden State's probably going to be there. Let's let's not kid ourselves. That's what I'm saying, though. They probably are going to be there because they're going to be places. Those what? are teams that have elite players everywhere and that throw the ball around, and every single person can score. Mm-hmm. The Rockets, you have a, a couple. You have right. Gordon, Harden, Chris uh, Paul can Chris score. Chris Paul a little bit, Ariza, depending. Like. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if they can win. I don't know. Here's the a couple big jumps that have been going over this past week. Nuggets making a jump from five to three in power rankings, getting their feet under them. They kind of struggled since All Star yeah. break, getting back. Rockets, um, offensive rating two, defensive rating twenty five. Yeah, that's not surprising. But they're three and over versus Golden State. Yeah, but so it's like, does it? It's ma- just because like, they play hard against them. I guess, but is that like 
doesn't matter who else we beat, we can beat Golden State. You know, like he's one of those things. Like, well, you're gonna have to beat somebody to get to Golden State. That's true. That's my thing. That's true. Um, and we've seen what it's like to be really high in offensive output and very low in defensive. We have literally lived it. Yeah. yeah. So I don't see that working out for him. You got to play. I know everybody wants to hate. Def- they don't play defense in the NBA anymore. Teams do. Yeah. But just because you score a lot doesn't mean you're going to win every, all, all the games. The, if, I remember, if I remember correctly, the Bucks were, like, ranked one in offense and, like, two in defense. Like, the Bucks have been playing insane. Really? Yeah. I like think the Bucks play well. really boring basketball, though. Wins, though. Uh, they win. That's and true. And Giannis That's is true. ridiculous. Um, Golden State was ranked 15 in defense, though. I mean, number two in offense. They like, have, it doesn't matter. They have 17 they have, shooters. They have 17 <laughs> I think they're stars. okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, their whole starting five has been All-Stars. It's literally insane that's even possible. We're going to wrap up with NCAA. Wait, wait, wait. What's Can up? we talk about the East for a little bit? Do you yeah, have Do up? you have the East rankings at all? Yeah, I can. Why don't you just look it up on your phone? Because I have the tab open. Oh, you just have the tab open? Um, I think the Eastern playoff race is interesting too, though. Because I don't even know, like, Sixers, Milwaukee, um, Boston. Don't. Who does Boston play tonight? They play the Raptors. Yeah, who are you taking? I oh, just, this is Tuesday night. This isn't. Um, I just I was gonna pick Boston, but I switched over to Toronto when I picked up my two K. Where, where's at. it at? I, I think it's. I want to say it's in Toronto. I'm not it's sure. a, if it's in Toronto, I'm taking Toronto. But if it's in Boston, it's a little more interesting for me. And you are you still taking Toronto though? I think so. Yeah. Do you think Toronto just takes the East? I don't know. I, I don't want to. I don't want to steal them. I don't want to write them in right right now. Um, I think it's really still a tight race. Seventy Sixers could still do it. Boston could do it. Pacers could do it. Pacers Milwaukee could Oladipo, do it. Though, Milwaukee's still there. Like I don't know. I pa- think East is a lot more interesting than it has been. Pacers without Oladipo though is really scary. That's true. Um, the power rankings right here. Bucks are number one. Yeah. Um, and the, this, is a, this is the league. The number one with offense rating of four. They're actually not number one, but they're number one defensively. Okay. Um, the next Eastern team is all the way down to number five. Uh, the Toronto Raptors, they dropped from three. They were up there, so they are the two top teams. And then actually, number seven is the Pacers, up from number 10. Really? That's true. Their huh. defensive rating is number two. They, they do play really good defense or really good basketball together. Yeah. I think they just have to. It's it's just the scoring. That's literally. It's, they can play defense, but are you going to be able to supply enough to get past? Yeah. You know, a Boston or a Toronto, like. That's yeah, and the that's where question. the that's where the lack of Oladipo hurts really bad. Right. Uh, Jazz, a little different. They're four defensively, Whoa. but eighteen offensively. The They're, Jazz are in the East. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Utah. Yeah. What? Because they face the Bulls. That's weird. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Um. I always get so confused because it's like east and west, but then it's not. Yeah, it really isn't. At all. It's kind of weird. Yeah, anyways. Um, Celtics down to 10 for number six. They've had a little skid. Yeah, they hit a, they hit a, a rough patch. But that's because the trade rumors came up. Is, is Kyrie going to the Knicks? Is mm-hmm, he going? Mm-hmm. What about the Nets? The Nets have been playing kind of crazy. Dude, D'Angelo Russell's turned it on. He has turned it on. Which is cool because I, I watched him a lot in high school or in college too. Um, yeah, he kind of just showed up. I would love to see the Nets be good. Well, I, I would because they've kind of been the armpit 
of that of New York of that area. Like Brooklyn's, well, the Knicks have been pretty bad too. Brooklyn's right there with them. Yeah, you know, they're, it's just, like, they're just both turd stains on the freaking exactly. Like all of New York sports have been just turd stains. Besides, yikes. has their baseball been any good lately? I mean, Yankees have names, but they're they're not winning championships. So, but I mean, New York. They don't want to admit it, but New uh, York's another Boston's city. Better. I hate Boston though. Boston sports are better than New York sports. Right now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm saying right now is like Boston yeah. sports are better. Which we live in the present on this podcast. We, we don't do. talk about the past. We do. Don't tell me. Don't tell me about your ninety. Your championships from the nineties. Cowboys fans. Broncos fans. Cowboys was eighties. Broncos was nineties. A little bit of both, actually. Dallas had like three in the nineties. Okay, they were both then, because they were good in the eighties too. That's true. Either way, they live it in the past. Always, dude. Always. They're actually kind of good now, though. Cowboys. They're they're. I don't know. I still don't like Dak. I don't either. But what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? I'm not watching, watching from the couch. Exactly. Okay. Last thing is NCAA. Yeah. First thing, Jim Beheim, if you guys don't know, was involved in a fatal accident. Uh, he didn't die, but he killed someone. We well, said involved a, in a fatal a good, accident. Okay, I was like, good clarification, he actually. didn't die, bro. That's a good clarification. <laughs> he struck and killed somebody, I believe, in like a crosswalk. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like they weren't in the car. Um, wasn't drunk. No, it wasn't under any. So. And I've seen stuff that he was even driving within the speed limit. Like, yeah, he was obeying he, traffic laws. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't. Was it, not, was it nighttime? Yeah. It was like. And he's old. He's old. <laughs> So he, but he fatally struck and killed this man. Uh, the, he won't face legal charges. Is what I saw. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how I feel about it because I feel like if it was anybody else, they're going to jail. And that's what I thought too. I was like, if it, anybody else, if you're not an NCAA Division One basketball coach, you're getting yeah. manslaughter charges. And I'm sure he is traumatized oh, by it. I'm There's no way not. he's not. No, feeling. I'm not saying he's not. But no that's, legal action. It's a really, really tough. No criminal legal action. They said that he might face civil. He might face a civil lawsuit. You know? Yeah, I could. Well, I would imagine but he will. He won't face any criminal charges. <sighs> That's just another privilege thing, honestly. Yeah, that, yeah privilege for it's sure. It's a. It's a. He coaches for a Division One organization that's had a lot of success. He's had a lot of success. Are you really going to ruin that? With right. Da-da-da? No, especially because he's old. It was nighttime. He was obeying all the laws. It's not like he was drunk. Yeah, or... do you think it'd be different if it was a different situation? Oh, like 100%. If it, was like, if it was some other thing, but he was I literally do. following all the traffic. It was just a freak accident. Freak accident. Yeah. It was crazy. Like, I don't know how it it's happened. Just, but... that's, a, that's a tough moral question mm-hmm. that I don't know the answer to mm-hmm. is what I'm really getting at. So yeah, I don't get true. grilled by anybody. <laughs> yeah. Because I really don't know. I really don't. No, I don't. I don't know the law well enough. I don't know. Yeah. But I'm. I do think if it was anybody else, it'd be a little different. And I agree. Of a situation. I agree with you there that anybody else that's not a Division One, it's not a well-known person. Yeah, you're going to jail, you're going to jail for manslaughter yeah. for sure. Moving on, Ole Miss Neal situation. My eyes are on fire. That's why I wear my con. That's why I wear my glasses. My contact has been crazy. The what? Ole Miss Neal situation. Didn't know if you heard about that. Heard about the story of eight players, basketball players for Ole Miss, took a knee. During the national anthem before a game against Georgia, uh, it's big news I think because it was actually in response to some Confederate rallies that have been happening at Ole Miss campus that week, and they were holding one uh, the same day as the game. So they were saying like, "Well, we're kind of showing some solidarity," and like, "This is our response to them." So, I don't know what your thoughts were on that. I'm all for it. 
I don't think anybody should ever think ever. that we're holding a Confederate rally ever is okay. Yeah. I don't know why, and I have a little, which it is the deep South and people it is. And are here's, so absurdly racist and not apologetic about it at all. Here's a couple of things I saw too about it is that the people that have been coming in to do the, uh, those rallies or get togethers, whatever they're doing, the Confederate ones. And the coach had been saying this too. is like, this is not only a bad look on our campus because our campus doesn't support this. It's not like our campus is the ones yeah. doing this. These people come in from out of state and come into Ole Miss and try to portray Ole Miss as this, you know, racist mm-hmm. South when they don't even want it either. So yeah. the team was like, we love our university. We love Ole Miss just as much as anybody. And like, we're showing that we don't stand for that either. Yeah. And I'm, I'm all for it. Do it. And I like that the coach stood up for him and was like, yeah, I'm cool with it. Yeah. Cause he came out and he was like, I'm glad that our players have the right and the freedom to be able to choose to do this kind of thing, to show their response and to show yeah. what they believe in too. I'm totally cool with it. I think I think more players should be able to stand up for what they believe. Who cares if it? everybody wants to talk about, oh, it's going to make the university look bad. But would you rather the university look bad or would you rather let, let it go unspoken about? Right. And I've just loved this whole situation because everyone in Ole Miss has been so supportive. The mm-hmm. AD has come out and showed support for the team yeah. and the players and saying like, I'm great. I'm glad you did that because we don't support it either. We don't like that's a great response to those people doing that rally and for what they stand for. Because we don't want that on Ole either. Uh, and it brings national attention to it. Yeah, it shows that like hey, it's not just no a regional one, thing. Yeah, yeah. For people sure. are seeing this from all over the country. I'm sure in other countries. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, that's not okay. So this brings my bigger question: Is the rally was set up to go in between two Confederate monuments? And, like, in between the second one, like, is in the heart of Ole Miss campus. So do you think Confederate monuments should still be able to be erected, or do you think they should be taken down? It's another hard one. Just because I'm, like, I'm a history guy. I love history things. It's a disgusting history, but it's the truth. But it's also we shouldn't praise these people that did awful things and stood for awful things. So – I think the monuments are like fine, I guess, but like so. My question: put put the truth on them, though. Okay. Don't say they were a war hero. Say these people fought to keep another group of people oppressed. Okay, okay, and let people see what that's they really did, and don't just act like they're some decorated hero. You interesting. know what I'm saying? Didn't think about that. That's interesting because so like if if you have it up, you can say okay, you can have this monument, but you have to say. They're what they ra- did. They're racist, bigot, fought against the freedom of... Yeah. It's like, you can have it, but you have to say what it is. Yeah. Okay. Don't beat it on the bush. Don't try to make it pretty, because it's not. What they did was awful. And that's why I think, just, I do agree, it is your history, it's, like, you can't escape your history, but just because it's your history doesn't mean you have to celebrate it. Exactly. And that's exactly. my... So I think why celebrate it by having a monument to these guys? It's not like we have monuments to the people that massacred thousands millions of native americans yeah you know so why is it that well, we have we, we kind of do in a place called washington dc I mean, there is the jefferson memorial that's true but I'm or, saying, or, or was it andrew jackson andrew jackson it was andrew jackson i don't he's on the 20 dollar bill i guess that should be removed too though yeah shout out harriet tubman shut dude that'd be a nice replacement it should uh, but i'm saying like andrew it, jackson was that's awful as i'm saying like just because it's part of your history doesn't mean you have to celebrate it i agree so because because then it leads to things like this where like they're leading these Confederate racist rallies that go in between these two monuments. So, well, what if the monuments weren't there? What do they do now? You and know? sure, sure, if you add those things to the monuments, people are gonna people who 
Our oh, Confederates cool. apparently is still a thing. I guess. Um, Dude, it was apparently, 1865. I mean, they're going to get mad, and they're going to, if they rip them down, you're like, oh, glad it's gone. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks for getting rid of it. Right. Because now the universe, if, if you're the university at that point, you're like, well, we're not going to, like, put it back up. That's what I'm saying. You could put something else up. Put a statue of your mascot up. Yeah, do something. Do literally, anything else. Literally anything else. Put free willy in there. I don't care. Literally anything else. But that brings up the question, should should Old Miss change their mascot? Because aren't they the something rebels? Yeah, the roaring rebels or something. Yeah, and rebels were for the Confederacy. Uh, but then, okay, because then that also goes stems to every single connotation of anything else. And like the Redskins, do you change your name from the Redskins? Well, yeah, but you know, it's like I mean, I think should it's they though? Yeah. Yeah, should they? Will they? One hundred percent, they should change their names. <laughs> <laughs> you know how racist the term "redskin" is, dude. Yeah, you li- okay? You know what's racist when you can't say it in any other context unless you're talking about the Redskins football team. Yeah. So, change it. <laughs> like you literally cannot say that word. And then there's the should. At least they depict a Native American in, like, an okay way. Like the Seminoles? No, the Seminoles are fine. The Seminoles celebrate that. Oh, yeah. But I'm looking at, like, the Cleveland Indians depict their mascot with some really um, Uh, overdone facial features. Like, caricature-esque. Should they redo their mascot? I think they've removed it, actually. Have they completely removed it? I think they've actually removed it. That's good. They should. It should just say Indians. Yeah. Or just change your name but i don't know i just the rebels thing is a little i think that's that's true you should change that that's true because it stands for something bad i get you you know what i'm saying yeah like at the heart of it it's bad it's inherently bad yeah that's interesting dude you never th- I, you never stop to think i mean it's always there but you never stop to think yeah. about the origin of sports and like the origin of these mascots at that time how many of these were like extremely, like, racist. Like, at the time, yeah. like, now you can't... But then you look at the Chiefs, and we have the guy who comes out dressed like a... Actually, I don't know if we do that anymore. Not the guy. I mean, we have war paint. The, we have the chick on the horse. Yeah, that's it. And then our, our mascot's Casey Wolf, which mm-hmm. is a, a common symbol of Native American culture. Because I've seen people attack the Chiefs for cultural, appropri- uh, cultural appropriation. But then again, we use... I feel like we celebrate it. I, I don't feel like, feel like we, do. and we, we don't do anything in a demeaning, uh, no, bad way. Not at all. Oh, it, it, also the tomahawk chop is a thing that's been brought up, which maybe, I, I could see that too. Maybe. I could see it too. But I feel like that's transcended to like a sports. Because using like football, uh, football, I mean, it's using soccer, it's using it. The yeah. Seminoles use it. The Like every. Yeah. It's kind of a. No matter what. It's, yeah, I, I don't know. I see it as a celebration in a way, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Especially I, in a place like. Native Americans were abundant in Missouri. Yeah. Like in our area. Yeah. It's not like we were taking it and, you know, taking it some other place where they weren't. At, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. like taking definitely. it out of it. Like it's still within, like part of the area's culture, you know, and the area's yeah, history. Definitely. So I don't know. That's tough. It's tough. It's, it's just, tough. it's a tough moral questions that we don't know, we the, don't answer know the answers to. Here's a couple easier ones. We're going to end it on a <laughs> lot easier notes. Zion is not playing tonight versus Virginia Tech. This brings up the question. Of the one and done rule, do they go out of high school? Because this has been the first kind of big yeah. time people are starting to question it because yeah. the injury looked kind of well, sketchy. especially with now that they're actually thinking about restructuring. Yeah, I think S- let them come out of high school. I think that'd be good too. 
Because then it prevents the possibility of something like this even happening. And granted, this injury is not a season-ending. It's a grade one knee strain. Yeah, but still, but still, but the possi- still. still the possibility, and we've seen there's, it before. We've seen it all of the there's time. There's always freak accidents. Remember Kevin Ware? In the Kevin Ware broke his, oh, that was awful. Leg in half. And he was good. Yeah. And it changed him. And he couldn't, pl- and he's not NBA bound anymore, you know. So I definitely think the, the, so they should be able to come out of high school and play NBA basketball. There should be nothing that prohibits them from that. And all in all, they're wanting that check. They're wanting to be able to support their family themselves. You say a bunch of them are just I need to support. People my are relying yeah. on them. Yeah, relying on them to get the league. Um, now, should there be a set limit of years you're supposed to be in college if you don't choose the NBA? I still don't think so. You still don't think so? You don't no. think they should adopt like the baseball rule where no. you can, where it's an option you can go out of high school, but if not, you have at least like two, no. three years or whatever. You, hmm. you can still want it done. You can still you could still want yeah. it done even if you don't. Yeah. So do you think? I think the big question for me and the interesting thing for me is that if the NBA says, hey, we're cool with you if you're out of high school, does that force the NCAA's hand to be like, okay, well, we'll pay you or they restructure in some way to adapt to the NBA? I would hope. I would really, really hope. But then it comes into play. Then will they have to play football players? Will they have to pay baseball players? Will they have to play volleyball players? Because you can't just play pay one group of athletes. You want to know something? You can Make more money. Make more money. But can you? You know what I'm saying, though? Know, it brings you know, up that question. It brings up a question of, like, well, are you going to pay one or are you going to pay more? Like, are you going to pay just the football and baseball? Or is it football and basketball? Are you going to pay women's basketball? Like, you, it's – that's the only reason – that's the only reason I think that they'll never pay college athletes. And that's true. I because can see that. Because professional sports are separate organizations. Right. Separate they're, bodies of rules. Separate – yeah. And the NCAA – Envelopes all collegiate athletes. Yep. So you have Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three, NAIA, or is NAIA its own thing? NAIA is its own thing. Okay. Well, you wait. No, NAIA is NCAA. Wait, no, NA because MIAA is the division of an of an NCAA. And, but NAIA is a separate league. Okay. Anyways, they're all encompassed in this That's thing. True. So then, do D two players get paid? Do D3 players get paid? I don't know. And it's yeah. all university money. I don't know. Here's my thing is that I think it should be based off of what they generate. Because the biggest thing for me is that you're doing you're not getting paid for work that you're doing, basically. Because yeah. these players that. you know, put in time and work and hours and hours to do this, and then they're not getting any sort of benefit off of – Well, and they're making millions of dollars for the, organi- for the school. Millions. Crazy And you millions. look – Programs, Division One programs, volleyball teams are selling out arenas. Yeah, softball yeah. teams are selling out the stands. Baseball teams are selling out the stands. Yeah, no, I think you should at least take a cut of the revenue from the TV deals, from the tickets, like from the commercials the commercials, kids have to do. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think, and they don't have an opportunity to work. That's what I'm saying because you are a full time. Not only you have to go to class. You have to go a to practice, athlete. a full-time athlete. So you don't have time to go get a side job to get money. Yeah, you literally can't. You can't. Like, there's a great uh, documentary about it. I don't think it's on Netflix anymore, but it had Arian Foster on it. Oh, really? And he was talking about how, yeah, back when I was in Texas. I used to love Arian Foster. He's like, I think back in Texas, he's like, yeah, guys are selling drugs because we literally can't get a job. Yeah. We work, like, we are working for football 
we literally can't have money to buy food, you know? Yeah. But if, you know, if the coach buys us food, that's a violation of the NCAA. Yeah, and like, I think that's ridiculous, you know, it's like, too. It's some crazy stuff. If you stuff. see a kid struggling, get help him. Like, why, why is it bad to help him out? I know. It's almost like they're forcing them to struggle, you know? Yeah. In the name of amateurism. I just think it's – they're professional athletes. They're dang near professional athletes. Like, the production level – That's where we defer. The production level of – the the TV revenue the yeah but the way I just, the games are produced like is what they every what is they every bring in. collegiate athlete a professional level athlete though does no. everybody make it no they don't but so that's my I still think they should get paid mm-hmm. I'm not saying they shouldn't but it's yours is who gets paid what do you mean because you're saying well like Division three is really the same no as Division no, no, one. no 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 that that too but. Because they don't make enough, they don't make enough revenue. Mm-hmm. It's not like going to a game at Death Valley. It's just not. Yeah. I just don't know. What was I? I was trying to. I lost my complete train of thought. So I'm gonna ditch it. Yeah, because I literally just went. Well, completely okay, then blind. here's my thing. I think not everything has to be equal. That's my biggest thing. Just because. No, no, so, no. I'm so, not even saying. No, that. no, no. I'm just saying. Here's my thing. Is like. Just because Division One gets paid, okay, Division Two be better, like be a better player, and you can get paid too. Okay, no, but here's the thing: you don't have a hundred thousand people coming to a football game. Not even the best D two schools in the country. Oh yeah, no, no, no. You don't have that fan base. You just don't. No, you don't. You don't make that money. But I'm saying, if you want to get paid. What are they supposed to do about that? They can't do anything about that. If they're good, they'd be D1. If you're good, you take that scholarship. If you're good, you make that team. Yeah, but... That's what I'm saying. Like, it it doesn't have to be equal. I'm not saying they should all get paid the same amount. I'm saying they even get paid at all. That brings up too many problems. And that's why they're never going to do it. Yep. It's too many problems. Yep. Even though the money's there, too many problems. But God, just let us have NCAA football back. (laughs) <laughs> on PlayStation, bro. That, okay, if we can do one thing, can we just at least bring NCAA Sports back to PlayStation? That's it. You can give them fake ratings, bro. That's I don't it. even care. Give them a fake name. Like, change the first letter and last... Like They used to just put the numbers. Yeah, they didn't even have it. Just, and I'm cool with that. I don't know who that is. That's just number 12, dude. <laughs> like, just let me run around as somebody, dude. Those games are so fun. Yeah. Just bring that back at the least. You don't want the smoke. On I forgot what his name was. He was a UCLA UCLA basketball player. I started that lawsuit. Took away the games. Yep. <sighs> you suck. <laughs> it was in the name you of re- trying to get college students paid. You really did it. It was in the name of trying to get college students paid, which I come back, but dang. You really did it. They took it away. You really did it, dude. God, I used to play the crap out of those games. Who are you taking, Duke or Virginia Tech? Where is it at? Let me look it up. Cause I'll, that would, it depends on where it's at for does me. That? This huh. game does. Without Zion, it does. Really? Anytime else, it's an automatic Duke. It's your Duke fan. Oh, shoot. It's in Virginia Tech. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to just stay wild card. I don't know. Okay. I think, I think it's, it's going to be close. I think we can make a pick because there's 14 minutes left in the first half. Duke's stomping them, isn't aren't They're they? They're down by four. Duke's down by four. Right now. Ah, 14 minutes left in the first half. Yeah, I know it just started. They've only played for six minutes, yeah, James. Yeah, just started. <laughs> God. <laughs> you were like, what? Wait, they're down? 
<laughs> My God, I'm gullible, dude. You got it. <laughs> can we talk about? Can we talk about? Gotcha. Top three sports video games right now. Go. Right now. Um, I no, re- not right now, but like. Oh, of all time. Yeah. Um, NFL Blitz. Blitz the league, dude. I love that. Um, NBA 2K. I take any 2K. Or do you want a specific 2K? No, it doesn't matter. NBA 2K. And I liked, I don't know if I like the show better or the 2K baseball games better. Because the 2K baseball games were fun. 2K baseball games were sick. I had the one they with Jeter fun. on the front. So I'm going NFL Street 3. Oh, Street was good. NBA Street 2. NBA Street was good. And, I got a wild card. And um, NHL Blitz. It was kind of the same concept. Hmm. You could like, oh, actually taking that away, Slugfest. Slugfest? Did you ever play Slugfest? Nah, dude. Slugfest is the greatest baseball game ever made. Really? Dude, you could punch people off the bases. <laughs> if you if if you hit enough homers in a row, your bat would catch on fire, and it was an automatic homer. Dude. I can't believe I have it on PS2 still. Really? Greatest baseball game ever made. What about Tony Hawk Underground or Pro Skater? Tony Hawk's Underground 2 is number four. So it's not top oh, three. Oh, number five, Fight Night Round 2. You do not want the hands if I'm Roy Jones Jr. <laughs> I used to knock people out, bro. Out and then cold. you then you go Madden 07. Madden was good. Mike Vick. Was that the one Mike Vick? No, that was 04. Madden 04. Then Madden 05 with the QB vision. Yeah. Then NBA, NFL 2K5 with T.O. on the front. NFL 2K? You never played that? No. I have it on PS2 too, dude. Yeah, play it. T.O. is on the cover doing the jump man catching football. We got to end this, though. Dang. Like, fast. Wrap it up. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at underscore C-H-V-N-C-E-Y underscore. That's underscore C-H-V-N-C-E-Y underscore on Instagram and Twitter. And follow me at underscore J Schnorr underscore J-S-C-H-N-O-R on both Twitter and Instagram. Thank you all for listening. Don't forget to keep a clean track record.